situation, in spite of how life looks, I'm a f- still like feel like going on. I'm going to keep pushing on and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do life because I believe that if I continue to press on, he says that I will finally reach that mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ in my life. Oh, I see a lot of people piping in this morning. Good morning to you. Merry Christmas to you. I see Brenda Gerbert. I see Brenda Gerbert piping in this morning from uh, Newport News. I've been by myself all week, but God is still able. Huh? I ain't starved. I, I steady cooked and I still the eight and I and I but I miss that girl. I'll meet her today. I'll meet her today and have her back home. But but we do thank God for that. But is there a word from the Lord this morning? Is there a word from the Lord? We our scripture this morning comes out of the gospel of Luke, second chapter, verses six through fourteen. The gospel of Luke, second chapter, verses six through fourteen. Our scripture read this morning, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth his son, her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were there in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord came unto them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, and which shall be unto all people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And he shall be a sign unto you, and ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God, saying, Glory into God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men oh may the word of God be blessed you know back in the book of Genesis we talk about Adam and Eve and they had confessed their sin to God uh, of the consequences of disobeying him and, and the Bible says unto the woman I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception and sorrow shall ye bring forth children and, and thy desire shall be to thy husband and, and she's rule over thee and, and unto Adam he said because thou hast hearkened uh, unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee 
uh, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. And sorrow shall thou eat of all of the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall they bring forth unto thee. And thou shalt eat of the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread until thy return unto the ground. And out of it wast thou taken. And from dust thou art. And for dust thou shalt return. You know, the consequences of sin, uh, uh, it condemned this woman to labor at childbirth and the man to labor to supply the basic needs of his everyday life. And labor becomes the curse that we should have to live with for the rest of our lives until we return to the dust of the earth where God created us from. And from labor of both men and women, God created the family. And one of the other consequences of sin is that we lost fellowship with our father uh, uh, that uh, a baby born of a woman would one day redeem. But the first uh, Adam uh, brought sin into the world, that second Adam would come and redeem the world from sin. He took that curse that was put on us because of our disobedience and he, now that second Adam would be able to bring us again back into full fellowship with God. It would take Christmas uh, to be able to take away or oh, oh, the sin of the world and, and to put us back in fellowship with God. Aren't you glad that Christmas is coming? Huh? Christmas is coming upon us. So today I want to talk to you on the subject Labor Day. The birth of Christmas. It's Labor Day. The birth of Christmas. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, again for this opportunity. We thank you, God, for this uh, chance to come, Heavenly Father, to just to speak to your people, Lord. And we stand as an empty pitcher before that full fountain. Lord, fill us up with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, my Lord and my Redeemer. Let the household of faith say, Amen. 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 Labor Day, the birth of Christmas. You know, the process of childbirth, uh, for some reason, is called labor. I, and if uh, I query the mothers that are in the house, and, and I believe that I, you would understand why it's called labor, you know. And, and what I witnessed when my wife delivered our children, uh, that, that was work. I don't, I don't know about you. That had to be some labor. And, and, and the process of labor that takes a woman almost to that threshold of death and, and, and bring her back again. And what, what what took her to the worst place in her life would bring her back into the most joyous occasion that she would have. So this most laborious event that would happen in her life, the woman will experience in their life will result in one of the joyous moments that they would have. And I know Jesus told his disciples a woman when in travail has sorrow about her hours to come but as soon as she delivered that remember all of the anguish for the joy of the man is born in the world. Jesus wanted them to understand that the suffering that for a moment will never outweigh the blessing that would come to follow. And Paul told the church at Corinth, he said that for our light affliction, ain't it? Which is, uh, but for a moment, work is for us more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. God has blessed humanity with the capacity to birth the very thing he created out of the dust of the earth and blew into it the breath of life. Isn't that amazing that God gave man that capacity to do what he 
he created to be the vessel to bring forth a living soul into the world is a blessing that God has given unto the woman but it's got to be laborious it's got to be laborious but also that labor of love brings the miracle of life to be able to born out of the suffering that she has to do and the labor that brings this thing into the world after the likeness and the image of the mother and the father but also after the likeness and the image of God. Ain't that a blessing to have that capacity to be able to be able to bring something into the world in the likeness and the image of God. That has to be a blessing, ain't it? Out of this vessel, out of that, God is able to bring something that, that look like him. Oh, that's a glory, ain't it? To be able to act like him and to be able to birth and create just like him. God did that through the vessel of a woman. But it's labor, ain't it? It's labor intensive. That's what they call it in work today. It's labor intensive. But the glory of God after that is revealed in all of the greatness that God has given us. So as a mother, it's important that you should trust your body to be able to, to, be able to bring this thing into labor. Remember that God, uh, it built your body to carry, to carry that child and to nourish that child and, and to deliver that child. And it's amazing how God has made it and built in the mechanics of a woman's body to be able to carry that child and nurture that child and then deliver that child into the world. That's a miracle all in itself. Each labor is unique and, and no one can produce exactly or the individual labor how it would be but but when it began however prior to the onset of labor you would have to notice some signs that, that nature's way of telling you that your labor time is approaching oh and I found out that that sometimes you think it is and it ain't right. and sometimes you think it ain't and it is, ain't it? And, and, but your body is all telling you signs. So, so, so just as uh, unique as labor is, what Mary would have to face uh, to, uh, to turn out to be the most unique and miraculous birth or labor experience ever happened in the world. Uh, they had been traveling long distance riding a donkey. I can't imagine that. Walking some, riding some. It got to the point it became unbearable. And, and, and she was away from home and away from her mother, away from the midwife, away from the other women in the family, and, 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 and she had no particular one to be able to care for her. There was no midwife to help, and, and I had an unfamiliar place, and, and I know why when you're going through problems in life, and you get yourself in an unfamiliar place, I know this is hard to deal with, but Mary had to face that. She had only her husband, Joseph. And I many times when a woman going through pregnant and labor, you know, back in the day, the old dad would be outside, he'd be gone, and, and the wives and the midwives would be around, and the father had nothing to do with the whole situation. And look, he didn't want to have anything to do with the situation. But but they find out that Mary was there in a in, in, in a stable and didn't have nobody but Joseph. So our text says that it's so far that Zara was there and the days were accomplished that she would be delivered. She brought forth her first 
firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. You know, an ordinary labor under these circumstances would, would have been disastrous. Can you imagine? Uh, nothing around, nothing clean and nothing would be able to help you. But but it wasn't carrying any baby, was it? Oh, yeah, oh somebody should be shouting. It, it, God can, uh, can do some miraculous things in some unordinary situations. Mary had been told that the baby that she was carrying was just not any ordinary baby. Her pregnancy wasn't just any ordinary pregnancy. Luke records in first chapter there that he says and the angel in the Lord said, Fear not what? Mary, that thou hast been found favor with God, and behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and call his name Jesus. And, and he shall be great and shall be called the son of the most highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And the kingdom shall be without end. This baby that Mary was carrying was special. And she was carrying the baby Jesus. And though Mary and Joseph were, were they, 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 they were carrying Christmas. They didn't understand. We didn't know what Christmas was, but they were carrying Christmas. And and and, and though Mary and Joseph, uh, they, were, they were alone and absent from friends and family and a, a familiar midwife, they had God watching over them. Hey, sometimes you don't have folk around you. I can always trust that I got God around me. And I don't know about you this morning, but this labor, uh, it wasn't easy labor. And just because that you got the assurances God is right by your side is comforting, but it still was not easy, was it? And she just didn't have God by her side to comfort her. She just didn't have God. Matthew said, Thou shalt be called his name Emmanuel, being interpreted what? God with us. Uh, no matter what situation you're going with, it ain't you good to have God with you? Huh? You got to have God with you. She had God in her, with her, and, and about her, about every situation. And that the labor that she went through along with it, that it was her time to come, she gave birth to Christmas wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in an animal trough and, uh, that, that we talked about huh? and, and no hospital and no house, and no, and no inn nothing but a room and a stable where the animals had been put up for the night and, and with the hay in her, as her mattress and the animal trough is, is the cradle for the baby but Mary and Joseph had no midwife to be able to help them so they wrapped the baby in swaddling clothes they cut her navel and, and made sure that the baby was ready for birth. So the birth of Christmas was easy without the suffering of labor as a woman would experience. It wasn't like that. But even though the circumstances were looking bad, the birth of Christmas was easy, wasn't it? Because he was the what? He was the son of God. Ain't it? And, and now because of the birth of Christmas, it's Labor Day. It's Labor Day. And, and we can have God with us. And whatever we're going through, no matter what we're dealing with, we can have God with us. And God greatest work to give us his son so that you and I can have Christmas. And what better Christmas gift? And then we ask for God to be with us. huh? huh? I don't know what you can wrap it up or not. I don't know what you can bundle it up. But if you have God with you, you don't need no wrapping paper. You don't need no bow and ribbon to put on it. But God can come inside of this old heart and can clean you up. He can make what look bad look good. He can make what's dirty clean. And he can make what's a bad temper, he can calm your spirit if you let God come within you. Uh, do you feel his presence this morning? You feel the presence of Christmas now 
suggest you today get to know Christmas. Jesus. And he'll be with you. Not only will he be with you, he'll be in you. Hallelujah. So that he can be able to change that outside. All oh, folks used to say, what's on the inside working, what on the outside. Oh, what a day would bring, huh? We got to be able to let Christmas come in. So next we find the birth of Christmas bring what? Joy into our lives. Uh, the text says that we're there in the same country. What? Shepherds abiding in the field, watching over their flock by night. And Lord, the angel of the Lord came unto them and said, glory of the Lord, shine round about them. And they were so afraid. But the angel said unto them, Fear not, for I have, behold, I'll bring you what good tidings of great joy, which shall be unto all people, and for to you today uh, in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you that ye shall find this babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. Oh, the joy of a newborn baby brings to a a mother and a father and a family is immeasurable. I, I, it, it, it can take a bad situation and turn it into a good situation when they see the joy of that baby coming into the family. So the joy of seeing life uh, in action during childbirth is unbelievable. A newborn baby, the uh, joy is all wrapped up in a bundle each and every time you experience his gesture, his smile, and his frowns, and his cries. And, and a baby becomes the attention of everybody in the family and sometimes the mother don't get no attention but, but that baby get attention the father he thinks that he, he, he's nowhere to be found but it's about the mother and the baby but the thing is the joy is in the house ain't it the baby becomes the attention of everything and you know I'm not bragging but Brenda, Brenda Gibbard I tell you Brenda Gibbard and I we had some cute babies I, I know I, we had some cute babies both children and grandchildren we had some of the cutest ones I, I, and, and, and we put Chandra in a, in, in a baby contest and put her in the baby contest and the little girl was pretty big woolly head of hair hair was just as curly and bushy and had a nice little oh that, that, that girl was so pretty we put her in a beauty contest and a baby contest and we took all of the pictures and getting all of the endorsements and make sure everything was right for the baby contest and you know, no, no I ain't trying to be mean and everything but the baby that won the contest I see Sustensley. Sus <laughs> In the words of Elma Fudd, unbelievable. And, 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 but the thing is, the mother thought that baby was cute, and, and that's all that matters. But the thing is, it wasn't about a baby beauty contest, it's about who raised the most money. And that's who the whole thing is. But the thing about it is, that joy that brought that mother to a heart when that baby won the contest was immeasurable. See, at the birth of Christmas when the shepherds were watching the sheep and the angel appeared to them and tell them about the baby Jesus being born and the angel told them that that was good news and great joy will come up all the people he told them this day the birth of Christmas was coming the savior of the world and Christ the Lord and, and the sign will find him in a special child would be lying in a manger in an animal trough and he's wrapped in swaddling clothes and, 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 and the most noble of lords would have come to the lowest state to wrap this baby in, 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 in baby garments in, but not this baby. He didn't have any royal garments. He, he had uh, rags that were torn up to be able to take care of sheep and they wrapped him in swaddling clothes and lied him in a manger. The birth of Christmas, the king of kings of the, the lord of lords, it will come bringing joy into the world came from the lowest estate. Oh, but didn't he bring joy into our lives? Uh, all of a sudden he said, 
that the birth of Christmas will cause all of a sudden a, 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 a sudden praise up off our lips, huh? He'll bring joy into your heart. Our text says that and then suddenly, huh? As soon as you know Jesus, suddenly. As soon as the Christ come into your heart, suddenly. As soon as you know that won't nobody but Jesus, suddenly. He comes in the angel of the multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God, saying glory to God in the highest on the earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Christmas is a time for, that we should bring much joy into our lives, into our hearts, and we should be praising and rejoicing about what God did for you and I. I asked the Bible class one day, I said, how do we make sacrifices to God? And, and they were talking about how much money and your tithes and, and your, all that's good, ain't it? Yeah, all that's good. But Peter said that you also are lively stones and built in a spiritual house and a holy priesthood and after the sacrifices acceptable to, the, uh, to God by Jesus Christ. Then Paul said by him therefore let us offer sacrifices and praise unto God. We, we can give God all we got but we need to give him praise and glory and honor for all he's done for us. So the joy from the birth of Christmas call a sudden release. Oh, you, you don't know how when it hit you you're in church and you're trying to deal with some issues that you had in your life. You don't know how you're going to make it. You don't know how you're going to deal with it. Child got pregnant. Son went to jail. and You don't know how you're going to deal with it. But all of a sudden, joy started leaping up in your soul. God can take the worst situation and, and where you ain't got no business being happy. You ain't got no business being rejoicing. But when he comes into your heart, when gets within us, joy will erupt. Praise is going unto God for all he had done. What God did for us, giving us the birth of Christmas, should have all of us praising. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace and goodwill to all men. What was happening with the virus? Look, oh God help me. All of what's happening with the virus, all of us should be giving God glory. Praising them. If they never hit your house, give them some glory this morning. We should be praising God for allowing not our kids and our children from dying every day. And don't we need some peace on earth? I don't know about you this morning. We need some peace on earth. Wouldn't things be different if, if, if his goodwill was working in our lives this morning? And the doctors and the nurses and even the pastors this morning should be praising God for what he's already done. Don't forget our CNAs. They say you're giving praise to the police. You're giving praise to the EMS. You're giving praise to the doctors and nurses. But them CNAs are sitting there every day, sitting beside those patients, watching them dying. We should give them some glory this morning. Everybody knew something. But somebody, but nobody did anything. They call it fake news. Instead of moving on and doing it, help somebody. See, everybody expected something, but nobody took a step. Uh, we, we need to be praising God that it ain't worse off than it is, ain't it? Uh, praising God because the state of affairs is not worse off than it is. Just being alive. This morning should be a sudden praise off our lips. Huh? Hey, if you're closed in your right mind, having the articulation of your tongue, and put your feet on the ground this morning when you stepped off your bedside and was able to stand up and not fall, you should give God some praise. Hallelujah. So just being alive. See, don't want to wear a mask. 
Don't want to social distance. Huh? Even church folk. They done got to the point where, where the miracle of Christmas don't, don't excite them no more. We don't get excited no more over the miracle of Christmas. See, they expect something out of the ordinary to happen in their lives before they realize that, that walking is a miracle. Huh? Uh, do I have any witnesses? Yeah. Uh, every breath you take, Hallelujah. every step you make, yeah. every demon you shake, yeah. every day that you wake, uh, every stronghold that you overtake is a miracle by God, ain't it? Huh? So when you woke up this morning, you should have had some praise on your lips. Uh, if you're able to lie down last night and, and get a reasonable night's sleep, you should wake up this morning with some praise on your lips. Uh, do, do I have any folks that desire a good night's sleep? I, I know some folks that can't sleep. Got to sleep setting up, can't sleep laying down. And, and some folks can just fall asleep and you should be praising God about that. Uh, do you know how many folks that didn't wake up? This morning, huh, they didn't wake up, they laid down last night, and then if they did wake up, they weren't in their right mind. But we got to praise God. We got something to praise God about. We need to praise God for the birth of Christmas. Yes. So that we can rejoice in spite of what's happening in our life. I, I can find peace in the midst of sorrow. I, I was in the Gatwick Airport, England. I just got called to the ministry. And I was writing my initial sermon. And we went over to Ireland, spent a week in Ireland working with the engineers, working on the Mercedes-Benz project. And I went over to work with the engineers there straight to Ireland. And I was in the midst of the airport. And 10,000 people walking around. Bumper to bumper. I'm talking about you didn't have room enough to move in the Gatwick Airport, England. And I was sitting there doing my sermon. And my boss said, how can you do that in here? I said, what? <laughs> See, somehow you got to be able to shut out. He said, your secret closet. Secret closet ain't got nothing to do with no room in your house. you got to be able to get between you and God. And, and I was able to shut out 10,000 people and just me and God in, in the midst of him. I, I, I wrote a sermon, keep your heads to the sky. For the class, sound like earth, wind, and fire. But he said that when God come in, when you get into a place and understanding what Christmas is all about, you should keep your head to the sky and, and, and be able to give God praise for what he has done. You can shut the world out in between you and me. Me and God all by ourselves that we can give glory to him for what he has done in our life. So as we close this morning, as we close, with, it, it, it's close to labor. Labor Day is coming in a few days. The birth of Christmas is coming. And it's, it's a day that, of, of, of delivery for the promises that God has made in your life. Uh, I, I know he made some promises, but God going to birth that thing in your life. If you were able to just continue to trust in him. Uh, delivery doesn't come easy. I know it demands us to labor. It demands us to put some work in. God ain't never said that something going to come to you without what? Putting some work in. See, we need to be able to speak in the work. It's, 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 it's a way, uh, way past time for us as a church. It's to be about our Father's business. We need to get to work. And, and look at the, the situation that's in the world today. How, 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 what better chance 
than, 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 than the church has now to be able to have a voice. Huh? What better opportunity does the church have now to have a voice? But what we're doing is, we're, 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 like I said earlier, we're not speaking out. We're being silent. You know, we've been silent at a time when the church should be talking about the goodness of God and the power of God and, 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 and the strength of God. Have something for folk to stand on. Folk are dying and losing folk in their family and, and we're sitting around talking about statistics. And there ain't no time to be talking about statistics. It should be said God is still in charge and, and, and God is a blessing if we would only look toward that thing. He said look unto the hills for which come and no help knowing what all of our help coming from the Lord. See labor. Labor means work. Ain't it? And Jesus came in the world that he might do a work that only he could do that the Father had sent him to do. He came into the world to be able to do the business of the Father. You know he says it's time for me to be about my Father's business. See we too have an assignment. We got an assignment church that we spoke to be able to preach the gospel uh, uh, until it reaches into the what? uttermost parts of the world. And, and we got work to do. We got work to do and there are times we act like that we don't take uh, the meaning and the birth of Christmas of Christmas seriously. We don't take it seriously. So we're, we're caught up in the holiday part of Christmas until we, we forgot about the work that God has called us to do. Uh, he, so, so, so sometimes I wonder, even uh, the wonder if Mary knew what, what it was all about. Sometimes I wonder. I know she heard the angel came and spoke to her. But she said that I had to ponder those things in her heart. She had to think about what was going on. And my wife sang this song. She said, what, Mary? Mary, did you know, huh? And we sometimes wonder, did she fully understand everything? Even when Christ was getting ready to get into his ministry, I don't know whether they really know. Did she know everything? You know, did she know? The song said, Mary, did you know that your baby would come one day to walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby would save our sons and daughters? Said, Mary, did you know uh, that, that he would come and, and make us new? He said, that child that you delivered would soon deliver you. Oh, Mary, did you know that your baby would give sight to the blind and Mary did you know that that baby would calm this, the storm with his hand and Mary did you know that, that that has walked where angels trod and when you kiss that little baby you kiss in the face of God he said oh Mary did you know that the blind would see and the deaf would hear and the dead would walk and the lame would leap and the dumb would speak and, and praises of the lamb said Mary did you know that that baby is Lord of Lord and he's the Lord of creation. Mary, did you know that that boy that one day will rule all nations? And, and did you know, Mary, that heaven is a perfect lamb and the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am? He said, Mary, did you know? Mary might have knew, know, know it all, but what I do realize that, but I believe it in my heart today, even in our church, as we celebrate Christmas, many of us still don't no. we still don't know. The miracle conception of Christmas changed the entire world. And I, I think I said last week, hey look, if you ask anybody what day it is, they were saying it's uh, December the, the 17th of 2020 of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Atheists, agnostics, they might not want to worship God, but even the date calendar that they own is, is changed by his name, ain't it? We go by
by the calendar that AD, BC and AD, the calendar is operated, so you don't even have to know Jesus, but you still got to mention his name every time you tell what day it is. This would not have our New Testament because the Old Testament had not been filled yet. And we wouldn't even have the stories about the miracles of Jesus if he hadn't come. And that would have been no church if he hadn't come. You know, all of the things that we have today, it's all because of Jesus. We wouldn't have stories about his death and his resurrection. The birth of Christmas was the catalyst that the statement of the greatest movement of millions of followers around the world has called this thing called Christianity. Church today wouldn't be church if it won't for Jesus, huh? Uh, are you celebrating the birth of someone uh, that you don't even know? That's my question to you this morning. Are you celebrating? Uh, do you have up your Christmas decorations and have your Christmas tree buying gifts and sharing and changing gifts to somebody that you don't even know? So the birth of Christmas, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is not about Santa Claus. It's not about creeds, trees and parades and exchanging gifts, poncettas and decorations and Yuletime carols. All of that's good, but it's not about that. It's about the only way that we can redeem us from our sin and, and renew our fellowship with God. It's through Christ. It's about the birth of Christmas. The second Adam, he fixed what the first Adam messed up. And he, he did it on that old rugged cross. And he's gone to their grave and he rose on that third day morning giving us victory over death and the grave and he sent back on heaven and he sits on the right hand of God in glory now taking petitions for our prayers all God wanted us is to give him sacrifices of praise to the glory of God through Jesus Christ King of Kings and Lord of Lords oh Mary did you know that, that, that the birth of Christmas would be the ultimate gift for the world. So it's Labor Day. It's time to be about our Father's business. It's time for us to tell the world about the birth of Christmas. If he has not come into your heart, we invite you right now to be able to allow him to come in. God can come into your heart. Oh, Scripture says he can take that old stony heart and make it into a heart of flesh. He can soften the hardest of heart if you would just receive him today. Receive Christmas. Let him come in. Let's give God some glory. Come on, let's give him some praise this morning for all that he has done in our lives and because of the birth of Christmas that we can now celebrate and we can glory to God for all that he has done in our lives today. God bless you. We wish each of you a Merry Christmas. And we hope that you put Christ as the reason for the season. Don't get caught up into everything that the world is doing. Huh? I'm, I'm, uh, hey, the coronavirus and the situation that we're in look real bad. But Christmas still coming. Christmas is still coming. Uh, you can't you can't you can't erase it. It's gonna come. And it has the power to change, heal, and destroy the, the wickedness of this world if we would just allow Christmas to come in. God bless you. And may heaven ever smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, again for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come and hopefully we have said some word to encourage us to be able to build us up. 
uh, during these trying times. We pray, Lord, for the sick. We pray for the shut-in. We pray for the bereaved. We pray for the churches that have uh, tested some positive uh, cases in their congregation. And we ask that you put a hedge of protection around them. Uh, continue to help us to be that one body in Christ whereby we'll be able to go out and let others know about the goodness of the Lord. Let's go into the uttermost parts of the world. Spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Tell them that the king is coming again. That he's coming not as the slain lamb, but the risen savior, king of kings and lord of lords. God bless you and may heaven ever smile upon you. We'll see you again next week. We hope you'll join us again. And we thank each and every one who has joined in this morning. And we hope that you will be able to continue to pray and ask God to bless our nation and the world that we're in today. Trying times, craziness is going on. But God is still in charge. Be blessed. Amen. Amen.